Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and breaking news buff. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 with MXM Today in 1971, the New York Times published the Pentagon Papers. These documents, leaked from the United States Department of Defense, detailed the country's military and political involvement in Vietnam between 1945 and 1967. When the papers hit the front page of the Times, people realized that the United States was more responsible for the Vietnam War than they had led constituents to believe. As the Times wrote, Former President Lyndon B. Johnson's administration had, quote, systematically lied not only to the public, but also to Congress. That's a big accusation, one that had a ripple effect throughout years to come, ultimately playing a role in President Richard Nixon's impeachment. So let's look back on what went down exactly half a century ago today. The Vietnam War began in 1955 and continued until 1975. Vietnam had been colonized by France since the 1880s, but after the upheaval of World War II, the revolutionary Ho Chi Minh declared independence for Vietnam and became the country's leader. Once Vietnam won independence in 1954, the northern, communist-aligned side of the country wanted to continue as a communist government, but the south wanted to align more with western powers like the U.S. Thus, the war began. The U.S. intervened in the war to try and stop the spread of communism, which they deemed a global threat. But many people felt that the intervention was a waste of resources that was harming young men who were drafted into compulsory service to fight a war on another nation's soil. Needless to say, tensions were high. Artists like John Lennon and Yoko Ono became prominent advocates against the war. That's where their famous anti-war anthem, Give Peace a Chance, came from. Even poets like Allen Ginsberg, the beatnik famous for Howell, spoke out against the war. The conflict might be called the Vietnam War, but it can't be understated how much these events also affected neighboring Southeast Asian countries like Cambodia and Laos. Between 1964 and 1973, the U.S. dropped more than 2 million tons of bombs on Laos, making it the most heavily bombed country per capita in world history. Even today, the effects of the bombing linger. Not all of the bombs that were dropped ended up detonating, so now about one-third of the country is still contaminated with unexploded ordinances, or UXOs. Lao organizations have worked for decades to safely clean their land, but it's still quite common in rural areas for people to encounter buried bombs without realizing that they're there. This can lead to death or severe injury, even though it's been decades. Lao people are still suffering from the effects of the United States bombing every day. 
These bombings are so glossed over in the West that this is referred to as the secret war. In 2016, President Obama visited Laos and pledged $90 million from the U.S. to help clear UXOs. But this generous offering pales in comparison to the many more millions of dollars that the U.S. is estimated to have spent bombing Laos in the first place. Anyway, back to the Pentagon Papers. While all this tragedy and destruction went down in Southeast Asia, a man named Daniel Ellsberg was working as a U.S. military analyst. He was disillusioned with the war, and he wanted to use his unique position to do something about it. In 1969, he secretly photocopied a series of classified documents which became the Pentagon Papers. But leaking these documents was a federal offense. He tried getting senators to introduce the paper on the Senate floor, since they couldn't be prosecuted for anything they said on record before the rest of the Senate. But Ellsberg was inspired by so-called draft dodgers, who went to prison for refusing to fight in the war if they were unlucky enough to be drafted. About one in every 13 eligible men were sent to war, and if they didn't go, they were arrested. More than 2.2 million people were drafted, and over 8,000 were convicted of draft dodging. With more than 3,000 serving jail time, over 100,000 fled the country to avoid enlisting, but if they returned home after the war, they could face jail time. Fortunately, in 1977, President Jimmy Carter issued a blanket pardon to men charged with draft dodging. So, with the bravery of anti-war activists in mind, Ellsberg went ahead and leaked the documents to the New York Times. Ellsberg was charged with up to 115 years in prison for theft and conspiracy, but the charges ended up being dismissed. His plan worked. The Pentagon Papers reduced the trust that the average person had in the U.S. government, making them question whether the war was worth it after all. For more on how this all came into play in Nixon's impeachment, you can check out our May 9th episode. It's pretty wild. But for now, let's appreciate the bravery it took for Ellsberg to stand up for what he believed in. Now let's talk about music. On this day in 2018, Troy Sivan released Dance to This, the fourth single from the Australian singer-songwriter's second album. Sivan surprised his fans with guest vocals from Ariana Grande. According to Sivan, the two singers are friends. He casually asked her if she'd sing on the track, and she went for it. In an interview with BBC Radio 1, he said, My favorite thing is not telling people who it is. And then starting to play the song, and as soon as she starts to sing, everyone's like, are you serious? The title of the song might make you expect a club anthem, but it's actually a pretty chill 80s-inspired electro-pop song. Savan said that the song's about when you'd rather just stay in and cook dinner than go out to another party. After a year of lockdown, that might not be super relatable right now, but either way, it's a great song. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a June 13th in my life. June 13th, 2019, I don't think I even did anything exciting, um, but I do have a screenshot from my family group chat that is a surprisingly extremely active outside of just giving each other updates about what we're doing. Um, but I went through in 2019 a very big Keanu Reeves phase. I don't think I have ever left my Keanu Reeves phase, but my brother is also a huge fan of Keanu. And so we would send memes of Keanu Reeves to our family group chat and there's this one specific meme that I think a lot of the internet is probably aware of, but it's short Keanu Reeves where he, they squashed a photo of his body. So he looks like he's like three feet tall and his head is definitely proportional, but the rest of his body is like shrunken and it's hilarious. I very much enjoy the photo. 
But um, I have a lot of other screenshots of Keanu Reeves on my phone from my um, my uh, my fan fandom days, you know. Thanks for going back in time with me, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's three sixty-five with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's three.